What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Undercovered Ops Week 12, Episode 52. It's Thanksgiving week. We're officially about about 26 hours out. It's about 10.30 a.m. Eastern time right now at this recording time from kickoff. We're going to have three games on Thanksgiving. I'm hyper excited for that because uh, it's, I wouldn't say it's my favorite holiday uh, because of the weather, but I would say the fact that you get to gather around friends, family, whatever you do and eat like seven meals for me, it's like I get up in the morning, eat a good breakfast. 10 a.m. We have like hors d'oeuvres. Noon, we eat lunch. Should we come back about three o'clock and eat again? And then we come back again for the late shift about 7, 8 p.m. And it's just like all day indulge. And then Friday, of course, you feel like hell. But it's just a day to relax, do your own thing, and watch football and, and hang out with family. I remember as a kid playing turkey bowl football out in the yard and things like that. So wherever you do, wherever you do, wherever you are, I should say, enjoy it. Enjoy your family. And uh, yeah, let's get this show under. Let's let's get the show under under underway and uh, let's get out of here. Let's get out of here sooner than later. If you are in the chat on YouTube, please click that like, click that subscribe button. If you have any questions, put them in the chat. Do a little mailbag action here at the end. I don't have a ton for you today. I'm going to run through a lot of the utilization stuff, and then we're going to get on out of here. But if you have a question, drop in the chat. Uh, I'll do any start sits you may have for tomorrow. Um, anything else, if you have questions about certain players, drop it in the chat. But this show is brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper Fantasy. Use the promo code UNDERWORLD to get a deposit match bonus up to $100 at Sleeper Fantasy. Make sure you download the app, Sleeper Fantasy. They have daily drafts. They have pick'ems. Wherever you name it, it's on Sleeper Fantasy. Remember, the season's ending. As soon as the season ends, get off of those other platforms. Tell your commissioners, put my ass on Sleeper Fantasy. We're going to bring all the leagues over there. That's that's what I've been doing. So make sure you go over there. Use the promo code UNDERWORLD when you deposit, and you get a deposit match up to $100. Do the damn thing. But let's get into the show, and let's talk about some undercovered ops. First things first, the bye weeks, there's none this week. Next week, we got Arizona and Carolina. A lot of people are saying, well, you know, Sam Darnold's coming back. Sam Darnold's probably a better option than Baker Mayfield and P.J. Walker have been. Not so fast. I don't really care about Sam Darnold, per se, in a fantasy perspective. In Superflex, if you have to have a quarterback and you're like, you're literally not starting a quarterback, uh, maybe. Maybe, but when you look at the schedule for Carolina, you're not going to be very happy. It's Denver, who's got a top five defense by week. Seattle at Seattle has like has a very strong back end with a little bit of a pass rush, and the team's just overall better. And then Pittsburgh with TJ Watt. It's going to be a tough couple of weeks for Carolina. We'll see if Sam Darnold can make it through, but I'm not going out of my way to play or add Sam Darnold in many places where he might be available. The other quarterback that you could watch is Mike White. Um, that's the one that, that Matt said he's stashing. The problem with Mike White is that I don't think Mike White gives the Jets a better chance of winning if they're going to pull Zach Wilson, it's because they want to win because they know they're in the hunt. If you're going to do that, it's going to be Joe Flacco. So pay attention to uh, the process over the next week or two. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they do bench him, bench Zach Wilson, that is. And I think from a team perspective, if they want to win games. I think you have to roll with Joe Flacco. Uh, other streamers, you roll with T Taylor Heineke. I mean, 
just keep it rolling, right? Washington's hot. They've won five of six. They should beat Minnesota. They should be on a six-game win streak right now, which is kind of ridiculous to even think about for the Washington Commanders. They're six and five right now. They could be seven and four. They literally should have beat the Minnesota Vikings, and they should be seven and four. And we'd be talking right now about the seven and four Washington Commanders as the seven seed, not the Seattle Seahawks. And then you would also have the Vikings being at seven and three. So um, I think this Washington team not isn't, isn't quite for real, but I think you can respect them a lot more, which means you can play Taylor Heineke and you can trust that because he's pushing the ball downfield. Logan Thomas is looking like Logan Thomas, and the schedule is not very tough. It's the Falcons and then back-to-back games with the Giants. Um, so I think those both are all three of those games are winnable. Then, of course, San Fran, Cleveland, Dallas is going to be tough at the end of the year, but I think the next three games are, 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 are winnable, plus they have a buy in there. So I think Taylor Heineke is streamable at the quarterback position when you look at the tight ends uh going forward like i said before logan thomas ramping up the last two weeks looking like the old logan thomas 10 targets in the last two games i actually i i don't mind this i I, write this he's been dealing with a knee injury coming into the season then he just hasn't been right for the majority of the year 68 percent snap share second on the team with antonio gibson six targets was second on the team to only Terry McLaurin who had seven and McLaurin had a 72% snap share. If you want to stay in Washington, talk about other guys. Let's talk about the main man at the running back position, 21 carries for 103, 21 touches for 103 yards. That is Antonio Gibson with a 68% share snap share. And Brian Robinson had a 34% snap share. It's half of what Antonio Gibson had. So again, efficiency, effectiveness, and hyper talent athleticism is what Antonio Gibson brings. And you're going to see, your opportunities like this happen week in and week out for the main man, Antonio Gibson. Juwan Johnson, the next Darren Waller, been pounding the table for this for a year and a half. You just keep playing him. Just keep on playing Juwan Johnson. Juwan Johnson is that dude, and he's getting a lot more trust from Andy Dalton as the weeks go by. You look at the you look it up at the snap, 63%, which only trails Troutman, who had a 70% snap share, but he only had target three times. And they, like I said, we they just usually don't use Troutman in the passing game. It's a lot of inline blocking, kind of how they used Nick Vanette a couple years ago. Juwan Johnson's more of a receiving guy. Scored a touchdown again this week. And compared to him, Jarvis Landy had a 50. 50- Jarvis Landry had a 56% snap share and Chris Olave had a 49%. Uh, the only other people with a higher snap share than Juwan Johnson were Elvin Kamara, 70. And like I said, Troutman, 70 as well. I think Juwan Johnson just continued to hit that button. Trey McBride, Foster Moreau are two guys we talked about the past couple weeks. Trey McBride, he just needs the reps with the quarterback. 58 routes, five targets, five receptions, playing with two quarterbacks the last couple weeks and really hasn't had a, a great – this offense is – a mess to be honest with you but Trey McBride's a stud and I think he will latch on and, and, and he'll have a game in the next couple of weeks I guarantee that Foster Moreau no Waller play Moreau and then Jonu Smith he has four targets in three straight games so if, you, if you're in dire straits which most people are again the difference between Kelsey and the number two tight end is bigger than the number two tight end and the 33rd tight end Greg Dulcich so there's a lot of tight ends in there that you can use, and one of them is Johnny Smith if you're in that situation. I don't love it, but I'll do it. Um, the waiver wire as far as the wide receivers go this week, obviously Christian Watson, we've had him on the team for a couple weeks. Traylon Burks just came off the IR, had that 111-yard game on Thursday Night Football, 50 of which came the last play of the game against Jair Alexander. Look for Burks and his opportunities to just keep going up. 
I talked about this in the Mind of Mansion on Monday with Alan and the Podfather. They said Burks or London. They preferred London, but my and that's partially because Kyle Pitts is out, right? So Kyle Pitts is out, but we've already seen and we're seeing Drake London have the number 11 target share in fantasy football, and he hasn't done anything. Burks had as many yards last Thursday as London has had in the last five games combined. So 50% snap share for Burks. Yes, most of it came on that one big play, or half of it came on that one big play, but I think they're going to start trusting him more, and they've been needing that person to play. Like, literally, you remember the game with Malik Willis. Malik was 5 for 16 with four money balls that were dropped, four incomplete money balls because of Nick Westbrook-Kine and Chris Conley, who's no longer on the team. They've needed a player like Burks to open the offense up, and then that allows Robert Woods to go 6 for 69, which is one of his best games of the entire season. This offense needs Traylon Burks. They're going to keep using Traylon Burks. They can't give Derrick Henry the ball 600 times, which is what they're basically on pace for doing. He had 30 touches for 132 yards. He's, he's the king. But again, Traylon Burks is important in this offense. Paris Campbell, the next guy in line, continues in Indianapolis to get work. They had a tough matchup this last week with the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, but Paris Campbell, six more targets, five for 67 on an 80% snap share. He did that against the Eagles. The, the Colts almost beat the Eagles. The Colts should have beat the Eagles. Pittman had seven targets. Paris had six targets. Pierce had eight targets, only caught three on 71% snap share. He had a 71% snap share. Paris Campbell, 80, and Pittman, 98. Now, while Jonathan Taylor had 25 touches for 94 yards and a 75% snap share, the next guy in line was... Deion Jackson, he's he's looking like he's kind of back in that number two role and he's going to continue to be in the number two role. He had four targets, five touches, 10 yards, 20% snap share, and then Zach Moss was in for 6%, only had two touches in the game. If you're moving to the deeper wide receivers that I'm interested in, there's one guy. So the big thing, I guess, was Wandale, right? Wandale, I'm going to just jump right to it. Wandale Robinson, I pretty much flag-planted calling him the 2022 Amon Ross St. Brown. And I feel very good about that take because last week was exactly what I talked about. Remember, Amon Ross didn't have a double-digit target game until week 13 of 2021. And then from week 13 the rest of the year, it was 10, 12, 13, 9, or 11, 13, whatever, whatever the fuck it was. It was double digits every single week the rest of the season. And Wandale almost on cue against Amon Ross in week 11 13 targets, 9 for 100, and tears his fucking ACL. And I, I, I just feel horrible for Wandale because this offense needed him. They needed that opportunity. Darius Slayton ended up with 10 targets. Richie James, 3. Like They really needed Wandale to have this type of output, and he looked like he was he looked like he was on his way to doing it. 13 targets, 9 for 110, and I'm just sick to my stomach because he tore his ACL. And... Um, as a, as a Giants fan, they lose to the Lions. I'm not I'm not a Giants fan. If you are a Giants fan, losing to the Lions is obviously a tough one, especially given what your season has shown so far. They've lost two of their last three games, only beat the Texans by eight, uh, though they probably should have won that one by a few more points. They got Dallas, Washington, Philly, Washington, Minnesota the next five weeks. It's it's uh you know it's it's time to sack it up if you're if you're a New York Giant. They got the Washington Commanders twice, the Eagles twice. Minnesota and Dallas. 
and then of course Indian. Like it's a it's a brutal schedule for the Giants, and we said this earlier on. The last time the Giants started out, I believe it was uh, six and one or five and one or whatever it was. They finished eight and eight uh, about fifteen years ago, and you look at the schedule at Dallas, Washington, Philly, at Washington, at Minnesota, Indy, at Philly. I mean, how many games do they win out of that? I mean, I, I, I could make a case that they win two games, maybe one, nine and eight. And the way that this receiving core looks, which is just absolutely demolished at this point, it's it's tough. And that's where one of the undercover ops comes this week. We talked about him last week. It's Isaiah Hodgins, again, 59% snap share. Lawrence Cager also had a 74% snap share. This guy is like a doppelganger to what Kenny Galladay is now, not what Kenny Galladay was one day. Um, but Cager and Galladay, kind of the same thing. I really wouldn't go out on a limb for either of these guys. Cager, two touches on three targets, 20 yards, um, 74% snap share. Galladay, 43%, two catches for 29 yards. Nah, I'm not really worried there. The guys that I want this offense now, of course, Slayton has just continued to get targets and opportunities week after week after week. But Isaiah Hodgins, 59% snap share. Again, three for 29. He's just building that rapport. That's a deep, deep, deep stash. If you're looking for immediate output, though, Richie James, you can go right back to the well with Richie James like you did early in the season. Um, it looked like it looked like it was more of like a oh, two weeks and then toast for Richie James earlier this off this season. And then now it's coming right back around. So if you remember early back in the season, week one, two, and three, 74%, 40%, 75%. He ran 80% routes, 90% routes, 60%. Had six, six, and five targets, five, five, and four receptions, 11, 10, and eight fantasy points. And then all the way down to week 11, as soon as Wandale exits, Richie James enters, 21% snap share, 13 routes, three targets, three for 48, and a touchdown. So... Richie James should be now in that Wondell Robinson role. He's not as good as Wondell Robinson, but I mean the, tar the target's got to go somewhere. And I don't think Slayton's going to have ten targets every single week. Um, I, I hope he doesn't. I, right, that's not the role that he should be playing in. He's not the type of wide receiver. I don't know. I, I, I this offense is this scares me. It scares me, but I'm rolling Richie James. I guess if you need immediate output, Isaiah Hodgins as the deep stash, and then Darius Slate just going to continue to do his own thing here. Uh, but I'm not too excited about it. You want to move on to the next wide receiver. That is Justin Watson in the Kansas City. Just a lot of injuries, I guess, overall in Kansas City. And Justin Watson's kind of just there taking what they're giving him. Four targets, three for 67, 88% snap share, which was the highest on the team. Sky Moore on a 42% snap share had six targets, five for 63. And of course, Travis Kelsey does what Travis Kelsey does. Tony goes out in this game. Juju didn't play. Hardman didn't play. Like Sky Moore, Justin Watson. We talked about this early in the year with Sky Moore. Like he's going to just give him time, give him time. Everyone's like getting out on Sky Moore. Like there's a reason. I talk about the dog rating, and Pickens was number two. Pierce was number one at the running back position. Kenneth Walker was up there. The number one guy at the wide receiver position was Sky Moore, and it's taken him a little bit of time, but you know this offense is very nuanced, and there's a lot of weapons and talent in this offense, but Sky Moore is starting to – he's going to start pushing through just because of opportunity, and that's what you need. That's exactly what we got out of Christian Watson. Opportunity comes with – like that's – opportunity's king, period. End of discussion. So, Justin Watson, I dabble on, but – 
uh, I would spend twice as much fab as people did on Sky Moore. Probably 8% on Watson, probably 15, 16% on Sky Moore. Getting deeper down into some other guys, Denzel Mims, Greg Dortch. Greg Dortch, of course, comes in uh, with uh, Rondell Moore exiting during that game, and then Hollywood Brown didn't play. So Greg Dortch goes back to his early season stuff. So like we talked about with Richie James, it's the same thing for Greg Dortch, where Greg Dortch early in the year was somebody you could trust to get targets. And sometimes in offenses like this, targets is all that matters. You go back to week one against Kansas City, nine targets, seven for 63. Rams, 10 targets, nine for 80. San Francisco, 10 targets this week for nine receptions, 103 yards. This is his third game over 15 fantasy points. And the 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 the, the line in the sand is Rondell Moore. If Rondell doesn't play, Greg plays, and Greg gets all the targets. And that's it's a very important role in this offense. 93% snap share for Greg Dortch in this one. Hopkins, 69. Hopkins is just different right now. His, his target share is out of this world. A.J. Green did have nine targets, five for 50, but I think that was more uh, had to do with injury, and they just had to force him out there. James Conner did what James Conner does. Who cares? Trey McBride, four targets, four for 14 on 76%. Max Williams played in this one. Steven Anderson played in this one at the wide receivers at the tight end position. Again, I'm just staying with Trey McBride here. I think as the time comes, the the, the opportunities will stay uh, for Trey McBride in this offense at the tight end position. Some deep stashes. Tutu Atwell got a deep ball. Samori Torre, if Cobb is out, Samori is going to be there. If Cobb is in like he is now, Samori is not going to get much of an output. On uh, the Rams, there's Jefferson and Skoranek. I don't really care about either one of these guys. They're both going to get some opportunity. I think I'd rather stash Tutu. Uh, he's kind of a best ball guy. I've talked about this before. David Bell. David Bell just continues to get targets um, very quietly. And I think this is one of those very quiet ads that you just you just have to make uh, in Dynasty where or, 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 or he's kind of a he's in a throw-in too as well. He, he's in a target every single week this year that he's played since week one. One one three one two one two five five. The last two weeks, five targets each of the last two weeks, um, with over fifty five percent snap share. Three receptions, twenty four. Four receptions, twenty. It's not a lot, but when Deshaun Watson comes and it rises the entire offense, seven targets. I mean, then we're talking a little more viable. I mean, this is the time. This is it. It, it's, it feels like we're getting to the limits. Like. You're pushing the limit. Can't you're not gonna be able to buy David Bell in a couple weeks because opportunities are coming for David Bell, and I, I'm still adding him. Khalil Shakir obviously is a stash. Kendall hinted if you really want to do it in Denver, I don't. Um, yeah, I mean I prefer athletes, so Jalen Virgil would be the guy that I would add in. I'm talking 16 team, 30 plus roster size. Um, you know, I'm I'm in a 53 team league. I'm in or 53 roster size league more teams than that and then one that has 70 and Virgil's a guy that's like in that discussion it's it's deep deep for Jalen Virgil it's a stash more than anything Odell Beckham also a stash the running back position Rashad White should be owned Pacheco should be owned they're hitting we've talked about these guys on motherfucking loop this whole year and now the opportunities are there and they're taking advantage of said opportunities after that, it's James Cook, um, Latavius Murray. W- when you're looking at Pacheco's usage, though, this Kansas City thing is going to be tough because I- I'm not sold that 
it's going to pay off every single week for Pacheco. Like last week, he didn't get any targets, but he had 15 carries for 100 yards. So it's like in standard, that's like 10 points. And 40% snap share, it's not not very telling. Clyde only had 8% snap share. Jarek McKinnon's in there for 52%. He's going to get carries. They just didn't have a lot of targets to the backfield. It's going to be tough to really trust like you're going to get you to get this big output. Kansas City just doesn't want to do that at this point. It was nice to see them, you know, on certain drives, turn around and, and hand the ball off to Pacheco three, four times on said drive. And it was like, oh, my God, they're a running football team. They can run. And then it was like, nah, psych, we're not going to do that for another two drives. Um, so I like Pacheco, but I love Rashad, obviously. James Cook is next in line there. James Cook should be in line for uh, more opportunities as the season goes on. Obviously, I think they this is what they wanted out of James Cook. They go and get Naheem Hines, and Naheem Hines hasn't done shit. He had a 15% snap share in this one, one target for negative eight yards. Uh, Cook came in, got two targets, 11 total touches, 86 yards on 25% snap share. Um, twice as efficient as Devin Singletary, who had 20 touches for 97 and a touchdown on 72%. I, I think what you saw to Cook was they're going to knock a little bit more off of Singletary because they know that there's some explosion and there's some high IQ running from James Cook as long as he can hold on to the football. I think it's worse for, for Naheem Hines, right? I think like he is just going to sit in the wings until one of these two guys gets hurt. And if neither of them get hurt, Hines is just kind of going to be a dude. He's going to play a little special teams. He's not going to do a lot. Um, but I think this is best case scenario for the Buffalo Bills is that they run a 60-40 with Singletary and James Cook, keep both these guys healthy. and kind of go towards the playoffs so james cook is definitely an ad i put 50 percent on him uh we both me and the pod father prefer him to latavius murray um the other one was daryl henderson daryl henderson got cut i think I, I tweeted this out last night this is nothing to do with daryl henderson sucking this is everything to do with i think the los angeles rams understanding where the los angeles rams are daryl henderson's contract was set to expire at the end of the season uh, this cut leads me to believe the team and Henderson were at a mutual place. Uh, he's unlikely to re-sign in 2023, and the Rams are out of the playoffs this year. I think this gives him a chance for, number one, a new home, number two, a new contract, number three, a new opportunity to kind of work into another backfield, see what his role is, see if he can go to a team. like There's multiple avenues here. You can go to a team that needs a running back for next year, and you can say, all right, if this offensive line is good enough, we'll see if you can carve out a role. Or you can go somewhere and just try to win a championship. Like there's multiple avenues for Henderson to kind of see what his career path is going to be. And I think that that's just a mutual respect thing where they're giving him they're giving him an opportunity. So uh, Henderson's a guy I would add uh, if people are dropping him. I just talked to my cousin. Uh, he said people are dropping Henderson everywhere. Also AJ Dillon I saw get cut in a in a not too deep of a league. Um, I think it was a, a 16 roster size. Two running back flex, um, two receivers. I think it was a total of 16 rosters, uh, 16 player rosters, and and AJ Dillon got cut. So guys like that, I'm keeping my eye on, especially I I, I know the, the season's been disappointing for AJ Dillon, and this is usually when his kind of time comes, but I think Green Bay they got Philly this week. It's 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 gonna be an up to uphill climb. I'm not sure we're gonna get a lot out of AJ the rest of the season. So like I prefer Daryl to that, but I've seen both these guys get cut. Uh, Latavius Murray, the lead back in Denver right now. Denver's offensive line, top five on the player profiler. Offensive line rankings. Cam Akers is the one left 
in Los Angeles. I don't think anybody really wants to own any of these Los Angeles running backs, but Cam Akers got the usage last week. Kyron Williams got the rest of the usage, uh, the receiving usage, I should say, out of the Rams' backfield. Uh, Cam Akers, 14 touches for 61 yards and a 39%. Kyron Williams had a 55%, and he had eight touches for 44 with two targets. I think you – we talked about this last week. I think you prefer Kyron in this backfield because of targets, period. I think Cam and him are probably just going to literally be 50-50 split. Somebody's hot. They might bump up to 60 in any given week. Um, but I'm not really you know, going to jump and chase after this. Samaje Piran, the next guy. I'm not really interested in Samaje Piran. Even if um, Joe Mixon misses time, I'm not sure that they go full bore into Samaje Piran or even if that's a great idea. 70% snap share last week, four targets, 15 for 82. He scored those three touchdowns very, uh, very much an outlier. I don't think you're going to have Piran catch three touchdowns in a given week ever again. I mean, I don't think. It ain't going to happen, period. T. Higgins went off in this game. Tyler Boyd had seven targets. Hurst had three. Trent Irwin caught a touchdown. Like, it was kind of an obscure game against the Bengals or up against the Steelers here. And Chase is going to be back in the next few weeks. So, the running back position, I think you can expect a little more. Uh, you know, Travion Williams got some run here. And hopefully, Joe Mixon's back full bore uh, here in the next week or two. Uh, Stash Zamir White. Kenny Gainwell, Caleb Huntley, Dontrell Hilliard, Justice Hill, all these guys we've talked about, we're going to continue to talk about. Zamir White just stays at the top of this list, and I'm just not sure if it's going to happen this year. It feels like it's close, but I just – Josh Jacobs stays healthy. Josh Jacobs is going to get the full workload. Justice Hill, though, again, he's viable, I guess, because he's getting targets, three targets, 10 for 38 on the ground, 41% snap share. Kenyon Drake – 51% snap share. So it's a 51 40 split in that backfield for Drake and Hill. And he's explosive. Yeah, they played Carolina. Carolina's got a very good front seven. I think Justice Hill's a guy you can trust in certain situations in uh in, in weeks ahead. But it's tough. It, it, he's very deep, and it's gonna be a lot tougher to trust a guy like that. I do want to say one thing. I want you guys to go over because we just launched this. Great piece on playerprofiler.com. You go to player profiler at the top of the page, you see top offers. It literally just says top offers. It goes player profiles, fantasy news and analysis, fantasy podcast, top offers. That is the best sports book and fantasy apps there is. You click on this, you'll see related resources, edge betting intelligence services, beginner's guide to prop betting, beginner's guide to sports betting, FAQs, future betting. Um, put your location in here and it'll give you the best claim offers for your respective area right now today wednesday november 23rd maryland launched for betmgm points bet fanduel and caesars fanduel has one of the sickest bets if you come on over to playerprofile.com forward slash sportsbook dash promo codes or just click top offers at the top of playerprofiler.com scroll down and it says fanduel bet five dollars Get $200 in free bets, regardless if your bet wins or loses. There ain't a much, there ain't a better bet than that on bet five, get 200 from FanDuel on playerprofile.com. Of course, use that promo code Underworld. 
You have a full review here. Caesars also wager 20, receive a $100 free bet. Points bet, five-second chance bets up to $100. And then bet MGM, sign up and get $200 in free bets. No deposit required. So all of these accounts are just giving out free money. Again, you just go over to BetMGM, go to playerprofile.com, top offers, BetMGM, sign up, 200 bucks. Points bet, five-second chance bets up to $100. FanDuel, sign up, bet five, get 200. Like you're just raking in the dough, free bets. You're getting free bets for the rest of the of the football season. And the, of course, we also have underdog fantasy, prediction strike, and sleeper fantasy on playerprofile.com. Top of the screen, click top offers and scroll down and claim all your offers. And this is not just for Maryland. Today is a special day for Maryland because they launched, but all other locations in the United States, you can come in here, put your state in, and it'll show you every offer that your state offers over at playerprofile.com. Top offers at the top of the screen. Now, that's all I got. you guys got i'm gonna scroll here through the chat and i'm gonna see what kind of questions you got because it's thanksgiving and i'm thankful as fuck for all of you guys so i'm gonna answer some of your questions mailbag style i'm gonna exit out all my tabs so my screen quits i think my computer's about to take off and go to mars let's pop up this chat here and let's see what the family is talking about this evening this morning jason says is Tariq woolen gonna shadow Devonte? um no i don't i don't think Breaking news, breaking news here on Undercovered Ops. We talked about it earlier on. Zach Wilson has been benched. Um, they didn't announce who the quarterback is, but Jake, Zach Wilson has been benched. So, like I said, Flacco or Mike White run out as soon as they say who it is, and, and, and if you need a quarterback badly, be sure to jump on that. Uh, but the question in the chat was, is Tariq Woolen going to shadow Devontae Adams? And it's a very good question because if you go to playerprofile.com, you can go to Tariq Woolen's player page and you can see his shadow rates inside the game log. And you can see when he matched up against certain guys and if he shadowed them. So if you can scroll through here, Cortland Sutton, 45% shadow rate. Scroll down a little bit further. Debo Samuel, 33%. These You can see the, the player archetypes, right? So Debo Samuel, 33%. Khalif Raymond, 29%. Marcus Johnson, 35%. Julio, 27%. But DeAndre Hopkins, 67%. Marquise Brown, 71%. Cortland Sutton, 45%. So I think there's a chance you probably see him on him for, for 50 to 60%. Um, but Tariq Woolen has not been shadowing, per se, for more than 45%. That is his average on the season so far, 45%. That's number 69 in the NFL. Great question from our guy, Jason. Demarcus Robinson, Justin Watson. Turkey for me, turkey for you. Let's eat. Let's eat turkey bowl. Let's go. Yes, I believe if Flacco takes over, I think Conklin is going to become viable in tight end premium. Here's a joke for you. What smells the best at Thanksgiving? Your nose. That's 100% facts. Appreciate all you guys in the chat. Franz, Sean, Snowman, Jason, Will. I'm trying to get down here to see if there's any questions. You guys just keep talking about Thanksgiving. 
Looking forward to Jameis and Willing coming back. We'll have to wait until next year. Um, I think, I mean, they're four and six right now. They got a three-game win streak. It wouldn't surprise me if they rush him back for a week, the latter half of this season. Is anybody interested in Mike Boone down the stretch? I think the backfield in Denver is interesting because I there's a lot of injuries, right? And there's Divine Oxigbo is there. Latavius Murray is there. Um, Mike Boone was put on IR, but he's supposed to return potentially this week. I don't know. There's just not a lot that I'm interested in past Latavius. I feel like they might be a spot where they might be a good spot for Daryl, to be honest. If Daryl, um, I don't know if he's going to clear waivers today or not, or if or if Denver will put a claim in for him, but Daryl and Denver would be a pretty, pretty nice spot. John, appreciate you as well. Do you think that Melvin is going to get picked up? I do think Melvin's going to get picked up. I don't know by who, um, but I think potentially you're looking at Baltimore. That's where I would be looking. I was in Vegas last year for the drafts, man. I'll be there 100%. You ain't got to threaten me twice. Just make sure you roll up. Come correct. Traylon Burks, baby. All right, what do we got? We got any more questions here? I'm trying to scroll through everybody's questions. You guys are awesome. You guys killed the chat. Tannehill, Goff, or Mariota? Here's a real question. Tannehill, Goff, or Mariota? I'm assuming that question is for this week specifically. Let me pop up here and make sure I got the schedule correct. Goff gets the Bills. I think I'd roll with Tannehill. They're at home against the Bengals. Um, I know Mariota gets Washington, but I, I think I would just roll with Tannehill against the Bengals. All right, here's a question here. Roger Gutierrez, appreciate you guys. Please help. Start three. Half PPR. Hopkins, Palmer, Devonta Smith, Sutton, Slayton. You got five guys. You got to ax two of them in half PPR. Well, um, in half PPR, it's not a bad idea to play Sutton but or to play Slayton. I'd probably ax Slayton and Sutton, and I would play Hopkins, Palmer, and Smith. As long as Mike Williams is out. If Mike Williams plays, then I would pivot from Palmer to Sutton. I think it's also Flacco. I don't think it kills the receivers. I think he has a great rapport with Garrett Wilson, so I think it would actually help Garrett Wilson. He's he's said multiple times how much he appreciates uh, Joe Flacco. Who to flex this week? Palmer, Hollywood, Pickens, or Patterson? Bunch of pecking pippers and pecker pamels and pammers and Pattersons and pickers. Um, Hollywood coming off an injury. Don't want to do it. Palmer, of course, like I said before, if Mike doesn't play, I'll play Palmer with Keenan Allen in that offense. Patterson, not so much. Pickens also. Palmer, then Pickens is where I would go. Like I said, if Mike Williams plays, play Pickens. If Mike Williams doesn't play, play Palmer. Trade gods tonight. Uh, You have to ask Jason. He said, you know it. Jason said it's on tonight. Uh, Trade gods will be on. Matty Kiewum and Jason Allwine. Check it out. Favorite pie. Easy. French silk pie. Everyone likes to make these walnuts and and I'll eat a pumpkin pie. I used to hate pumpkin pie. I'll eat a pumpkin pie now, but French silk pie day one. It stays. It stays the best Tony or Demarcus Robinson rest of season. Demarcus Robinson, Tony uh, last week was the week to take over and he was hurt. Got hurt. I'm out. And we got the targets from Demarcus and, um, Lamar called him D-Rob. I hit D-Rob. I wanted to hit D-Rob. He's been saying this. Every, and I'm like, all right. So it sounds like he's got a little more trust in him than he maybe did earlier on in the season. Again, got to remember Robinson came over uh, during the preseason. So 
Um, drop Tony for Burks. I love it, DH. Good call. PPR going to the playoffs. Is C. Patterson, James Cook, Gus, or Gainwell the better lottery ticket? Let me pop up. I I, I want to lean. Most of me wants me to go with James Cook. The playoffs for Patterson is Steelers by Saints, Ravens, Cardinals. So you have a good championship game against the Cardinals, but I think overall I'm going to roll with um, with James Cook. Half PPR pick two: Pittman, Jamison Williams. Jamison Williams might not play. Um, I roll Pittman and Devonta here. Uh, Pittman and Gabe. Trade Bateman for Mooney in half PPR dynasty. No. French Stokes the way it is. Cody's man takes you damn right. Would you drop who'd you drop to grab Conklin at premium? Carter, Sky, Hunter, Garrett Wilson. Um, none. I guess if you have to, I guess you drop Sky if you have to, but I would rather drop none of those guys. Do we have a do we have a quarterback here for the Jets? Washington has opened a 21-day practice window for Carson Wentz to be designated. They have not named a quarterback yet for the Jets. I'm sure they're going to wait. Half-point PPR, last question from George Kasapis. I think I said that right. Half-point PPR, Jacoby, Christian, Watson, or Palmer, Watson. Half PPR, full PPR, I'm going Jacoby, and then Josh. Half, I'm going Christian because of the upside. Save the drop Keontae for Conklin and Dynasty. I have McBride, Dulcich, Ingram. I would not drop Keontae for Conklin. Keontae is the only other back in this backfield with Connor. Conklin, you have Dulcich. You also have Ingram. I prefer both those guys. Holy shit, came in late. What's your thoughts on Taysom Hill rest of the season? I hate Taysom Hill. Um, you, you can't trust this. You can't trust what he gets as far as opportunities go and, and, and him actually scoring and doing anything. Demir Bird gets some good looks. If Pitts is out, yes. And Alameda Zacchaeus, don't forget about him. Awesome. Would you trade Miles Sanders and Austin Hooper for Zeke and Tyler Higby? No. Full PBR, Deontay or Rashad White? Rashad White. Baltimore or Miami's defense this week? Uh, definitely Miami. Definitely Miami. All right, I appreciate you guys all in the chat. You guys absolutely killed it this afternoon. 40 minutes of strong content going into the Thanksgiving weekend. Be sure to hit Trade Gods tonight. We'll be back on Friday after Thanksgiving for all of our regular scheduled content, including the PropCast Happy Hour, the Big Tilt. And then, of course, this weekend, Starter Stream, DFS Dominator, the Game Plan, every night, Player Profile Today with Jack Cavanaugh. I appreciate all of you guys. Be sure to check out playerprofile.com. The all-in package is $50 for the rest of the season. And every single app and tool we have is $25 per. You can check out just the rankings if you want for $25. Just the DFS Diameter, $25. Or the all-in package is $50. And don't forget, if you got some more start-sit questions, you can jump on patreon.com forward slash carpet your NFL to tap the fuck in. Let's have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy your pie. Make it creamy.
Traylon Burks, baby.